0: Luke chapter 16, beginning at verse 19. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fired sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. I know that's rather lengthy, more than I normally read. I want to go back to verse 23 and give you our text. And in hell he lift up his eyes. So if we had a thought, it would be lift. Lift. <clears throat> So often time life is so busy and hectic and we're just running here and here and there and trying to get our list of things done that we need to do for that day and we often neglect to take time to look up, to lift our eyes and remember where He brought us from and where we are now and remember how we were lost and undone without the Lord guilty, blackened with sin, and we forget how good God's been to us and the mercy that He extended to us and and the compassion that He had on us when He saved our souls. Lift. And so here's a man, and you pray for me for just a few minutes. I surely won't be long. Here is a man that went, was guilty of the very same thing I mentioned to you just a second ago. He He had... He fired sumptuously every day, clothed in purple and fine linen. No doubt he had his to-do list every day, just like you and I do. And he neglected to lift his eyes at the opportunity in front of him. It may not have looked like much of an opportunity There our a beggar. He probably didn't have the best of clothes on. He was hungry and begging for the crumbs that fell from this man's table. To him it may not have looked like much of an opportunity, but I'm here to tell you God could come in a multitude of ways, and in the very way that you think that you can't get a thing out of, He could bless you abundantly. And so the Lazarus, the beggar, was taken and laid at the rich man's gate and begged for the crumbs that fell from his table. And the Bible says, Moreover, the dogs came, and licked his sores. Now, there's more in this than I'll ever preach out, and I want to stick right with my text if the Lord will allow me to. But the Bible says the dogs came and licked his sores. And and I want to get to that for just a second. (coughs) You may not think much of that, but did you know that us as people who were non-Jewish were considered as dogs? Did you know that us that were considered... (coughs) Not worthy because we weren't of Jewish blood, weren't even allowed into the temple, could not get forgiveness of sins. And the Bible says the dogs came and licked his swords. We may think that we want a big name in this life, but I'll stick with the dogs. How about that? I'll stick with the folks that were rejected of men, but accepted by Christ. I'll stick with that crew. And so the dogs came and licked his swords. Have you been there before? Have you been down and out and some good old godly person come by and say I love you or I'm praying for you or give a testimony of how good God had been and tears rolled down their eyes and you came in empty, but you left full because the dogs cared enough to share Jesus with you. And so here lay Lazarus, could not help himself, couldn't get up, couldn't walk, He was laid there. He was helpless and couldn't do a thing for himself. But I'm here to tell you today, don't overlook the least of God's children because they may be the greatest person in your life. And so, day after day, the rich man walked by and there laid Lazarus and he stepped right over. Let me tell you something, friend. This is not a parable, this is not a story, hell is real, and this man is still lifted up his eyes this very instant. He's still there. We go along so fast and so hurriedly, and we hurtle over things we should take the time to be thankful for. Every day he may have stepped right over, hurtle over Lazarus. Hurdle over the opportunity to escape hell. Hurtle over the love and compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're here lost and undone without the Lord, you're doing the same thing. You're headed for a place called hell. And the only escape from that awful place is to accept the mercy Of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lift up your eyes. Take a look at the opportunity before you. Are you going to be in misery and agony and pain? In torment all the days of your life? Are you going to be there for eternity? Or are you going to accept the love? The grace? The mercy? The pardon of the Lord Jesus Christ? Lift. This man didn't take the time to look up. He didn't take the time to lift his eyes and see the opportunity before him. So the story goes, Lazarus died and the angels came and carried him to Abraham's bosom. And moreover, the rich man died also. And the next thing we read about the rich man is he lift his eyes in hell being in torments. It's not something you'll be eased into. It's not something you'll gradually get used to. You'll never get used to it. And there's no mercy. There's no love. There's no compassion. It's a place of torment. It's a place where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. It's a place where the smoke of their torment ascendeth up. Forever you'll wish to die and die and die. Never die. You'll just be tormented. Why on earth would anybody want to go to such a place as that? And yet people are falling off into there by the millions. Because they don't take their time to lift up their eyes. Now we could go all through this. I read in your hearing. About how the man looked and seen Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. I don't read where Lazarus looked back and saw him. The Bible says all former things shall pass away. And I know people have good intentions. and, And they say things that comfort their heart. And I've heard people say, well, if they could see us now, they don't want to see you. All former things are passed away. Behold, all things come new. If they could see us in a happy state, they could also see us in a miserable state. If they could see us rejoicing in the Lord, they could see us when Satan was all over us. I'm here to tell you there's nothing but joy on that side. And they're not going to worry. I like the song that Carolyn sings, I won't have to worry. Anymore, I'm leaving that trouble behind me when I go to that good country. All because one time, as a little eight-year-old boy, I took the time to lift my eyes. And where'd you look, preacher? I was looking to the hills from which cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord. I looked to Calvary, and Calvary had exactly what I need. It was a Savior that hung between the heavens and earth on an old rugged cross, Blood dripping down. It was something that wasn't a pretty saint, but it brought salvation to all humanity. Lift your eyes. Look to Calvary. (sighs) Father Abraham told him there was a great gulf fixed. When you go there, you'll not get out. You have your opportunity to escape now. Look up, pay attention. Listen to the words I'm telling you because you may never have another opportunity to ask Jesus to be your savior. This may be it today. Well, preacher, I'm young. I've got a lot of things I want to do in life. I've held funerals of children as, long, as young as five years old. There is no guarantee we'll ever meet again like this. There, I may be missing, you may be gone. I'm here to tell you today is the day of salvation. Behold, now is the accepted time. I'm here to tell you if Jesus knocks in your heart, you better lift your eyes and listen. You better open your heart. He said, behold, I stand at the door, Doc. If any man come in, if any man opened up, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. Why don't you <laughs> lift Jesus in? Amen. Lift. Well, preacher, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I read one time where there was ten lepers. Leprosy was a bad disease in that time. It was an obvious disease. And it would eat away the skin of a man. They would quarantine, and that's a word we've become familiar with in the last year and a half. They would quarantine anybody that had the disease because they were considered unclean. You can go back and read about leprosy in Leviticus. In the Old Testament, it tells what the process was of going from being an unclean person to be, being announced clean and what the sores had to look like and all that. But the Lord met ten lepers down there one time. And he they... And when they saw who it was, they they lifted up their voice and they cried out, You can sit right where you're at. You can be real quiet, you can sit real still, and you can slip right off into hell. But if you will lift up your voice, I want to say this, Miss Craig. When I was an eight-year-old boy, I didn't know what to say either. I didn't know what to pray. I didn't know what to do. But I had heard about Jesus. I had heard that He loved me. I had heard that He had salvation. And I would not have to go to hell if I asked Him for it. I didn't know how I would eloquent a speech. I'm still not. But I said, Jesus, please save me. I lifted my voice and tried my best to talk with Him. And I didn't hear it with these ears. But I heard it in here. He spoke peace to my heart. I'm a new man. I'm a different creature. Because I lifted my eyes toward Jesus. Lift. These lepers begin to lift up their voices looked toward Jesus no doubt, and He said, Go show thyself to the priest, and thou shalt be made whole. And while they were on their way, behold, they were healed. But wood was not a Jew. The lepers that were Jews could have walked right into the temple, could have rolled their sleeves up, could have showed their arms to the... To the priest. And he could have looked at that. He would have said you no longer have leprosy. You are made whole. But one of the ten. Was a Samaritan. He would not even have been allowed. To go into the temple. He would not even have been allowed. To talk to the priest. And so when he saw he was made whole. And he knew he could not go down to the temple. And he knew he could not talk to the priest. He turned back. And he went to the high priest instead. And he began to praise the Lord because he had taken the time to lift up his voice. If you don't know what to do, cry out and he'll hear you. Lift your eyes. Lift your ears. Lift your voice. And cry out to the Lord. What about you? Satan will give you all kinds of reasons to sit right where you're at. (coughs) He'll give you all kinds of instances where people may say something or people may do something or they may get offended. It does not matter what people think. I spent a lot of years worrying about that too. Have you? But I've come to the conclusion it does not matter what somebody else thinks. It's only what God knows that makes a difference. And if I've lifted my voice to Him and I've trusted in Him, He'll accept me. Friend, He'll accept you. He wants to wash away your sins. Being a good person will not remove your sins. Going to church every Sunday, and I highly encourage that. Because if you're not near the water, how are you ever going to be made clean? But being in church alone (coughs) is not enough to wash away your sins. Being a member at Dutch Bottoms, I highly encourage church membership. I believe if you're going to If your heart is in a place and that's where the Lord puts you, you need to be a member of that place. But having your name on the church roll at Dutch Bottoms is not enough to wash away your sins. I'm here to tell you today you'll have to lift your voice to the Lord. You'll have to look to Him. And when you look to Him and call on His name... He, he's died of them. that are of a broken heart. Aren't you glad about this? You didn't have to be somebody. You didn't have to have money. You didn't have to have status or stature in this life. When you lifted up your voice, He's died of them. They're of a broken heart and will save such as being a contrite spirit. The hand of the Lord is not shortened. That it cannot save. His ear is here. It's not heavy. that It cannot hear. Aren't you glad when you look to Him? When you lifted up your voice he was there right on time and washed away your sins and made you whole yeah. I'm not special here sits four deacons right here right back there as fine a men as I've ever known but I believe they tell you they're not special either but they don't want who is yeah. and it's not me It's the one they lifted their eyes to. As a matter of fact, these men right here were sinners just like I was at one time. Just like you are. They didn't know what to pray. I believe you could ask them into a bed. They would tell you they didn't know what to pray. They just knew they didn't want to go to hell. Just like you. You don't want to go there, do you? Surely you don't. Shorty, you don't want to go to that awful place. Well, there's one way to escape. Lift up your eyes. Look to Jesus. Don't look at me. I appreciate the scripture that Keith quoted in Sunday school. John the Baptist said this. He must increase. I must decrease. The way that happens is you lift your eyes toward him. Every day we, we're awful neglectful and sometimes we lift our eyes toward this flesh. This is going to dissolve. This is going to go back to the dust of the earth. But He will be through eternity. Amen. And you will too. Are you going to let Satan beat you today? He's done it before, hasn't He? He's convinced you the power of God all over this church. People cried, calling your name out to the Lord. You cried, and Satan has beat you. He's convinced you to stay right where you're at, to sit right still, be real quiet. Siren is right here. My buddy's sitting right back there. If one of these little bitty babies were to head toward the highway, you wouldn't sit still. You wouldn't be quiet. You wouldn't care what anybody said. You'd scream. You'd holler. You'd take off running. You'd do your best to keep them in safety. Well, our sinners are hurtling headlong toward hell. They need our help. Oh, that we'd cry out, that we'd look to the Lord, that we'd lift up our voice. I like the scripture. I believe Miss Great quoted a service or two ago. When Zion travaileth, she'll bring forth children. Our sinners, I saw your hands. John said, look at the hands What he asked if he by you of a sinner. Our sinners. Are hurling at breakneck speed toward hell. They're in danger. The time of sitting still and being quiet and accepting what Satan has to say is over. We need to tell people about the goodness of the Lord. <sighs> Lift. So, or I leave the leper. He turned back to give thanks to the Lord for making him whole. Have you? Sometimes I catch myself, Clyde, going to the Lord and saying, I won't, I won't, I won't. When I should say, thank you, thank you, thank you. When I should count my, I like that song John says, count your blessings, name them one by one. When I start to do that, John, I can't ever get through them all because I got so many. We sang the song, I just want to thank you, Lord. Have you thanked him? Have you talked to him? Oh... We could be, but for the grace of God, we could be sitting over there in some foreign country where the word of God is not allowed, where we would be allowed to assemble or talk or lift up the name of Jesus. Yeah. You want to know how? Oh, I've got to get this. Oh, i told you the time is over for us to sit by quietly. This is what we need to be doing. He said, it. I, if I, who is the I? It's Jesus. If I be lifted up, have you done your part? Have you been lifted like the man that was sick of the palsy, one born of four? You just imagine these four being right here and me being that helpless man. Bobby couldn't get me up on the roof by himself. He might try as good as he could, but he'd never get me there. he might try as hard as he could, but he'd never put me up on the roof by himself. It took all four of them to bury the burden. I'm here to tell you today, it's going to take every one of us to live. And if we lift up the name of the Lord, if we lift up the names of our sinners, we'll see them saved. You might get a little bit upset at me over this, but it's time we quit living off somebody else's blessings. I love Becky to death, and I love to hear her sing. I love to hear that voice tremble when the good spirit comes by, and I get a blessing out of her singing. But the Lord expects me to do something. You can be blessed from somebody else's blessings, but you know what? Every once in a while, Becky needs a blessing. Every once in a while, your preacher needs a blessing. Every once in a while, your Sunday school teacher needs a blessing. And just a testimony to say, I'm glad I'm saved might be all they need. Just a testimony to say, I'm thankful Jesus passed my, my way a testimony to say, let me tell you about the miracles that Jesus has done. Well, Jesus never done anything for me. He brought you to Dutch Bottoms this morning. He gave you health and strength to be here. He filled your belly with food. I work for that because He gave you health and strength to do the work. I'm here to tell you today, we're all blessed. <laughs> Lift. Lift. Let me get this and then I'll come to a close. In the fourth watch of the night, the winds violently blowing, the rain falling, and the disciples found themselves on a ship in the middle of the sea. How's it been going for you lately? Is it smooth sailing? Because we are on a journey. Did you know that? We're on a journey to a better land. That don't mean because we're sailing with the Lord that it's always going to be smooth sailing. There'll be some wind blowing. There'll be some rain to fall. There'll be some waves tossed. Some of you's been in the storm, haven't you? And you wondered if you'd ever see the sun shine again. Have you been there? Gone through them dark, dark times and wondered. If the Lord had ever come by and and wrap His arms around you, if He'd ever be there again, if you'd ever feel that stirring on the inside, if the wheel would begin to turn one more time, if you feel that fire shut up in your bones again, the darkest, darkest day of your life and there you are in the midst of the storm. And in the fourth watch of the night, they looked out and saw somebody walking on the water. He wouldn't wait in the water. It wouldn't be dee deep. It wouldn't waste deep. He was walking on top of that. It. Yeah, yeah. It's about time we quit trying to make science and man's explanations match the Bible. Let's just accept it for what it is. He walked on the water. Now, which disciple are you going to be? There's Andrew. There's John. Bartholomew. You can name the rest of them, Thomas. Twelve men sitting in the boat. Which one are you going to be? Peter said, if it be thou, Lord bids me to come unto thee. Did you know it's real easy just to sit still in the boat? Oh, somebody else will do that job. Let me tell you something. We need everybody. They say to give flowers to people while they're living. So I'm going to, Jerica. I appreciate you. She's really stepped in. She's the reason you can see me on Facebook this morning because she volunteered to take that and do the best she could do with it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate our Sunday school teachers. Appreciate our soul leaders. I appreciate our young people. (coughs) Young people. I'm expecting a great big hay manor out of you on this one. Are you listening? Are you ready? I appreciate our elders. If it's you, Lord, you may think it strange the request that Peter made, but we all ought to be making it. If it's you, Lord, bid me come. Unto thee. It would have been real easy to be an Andrew. It'd been real easy to be a John. It'd been real easy to be a smart follower of you and just sit and do nothing. But Peter was willing to take a little risk. Peter was willing to step out on faith. Which disciple are you going to be? Are you willing to look to the Lord? Are you willing to lift up your eyes, to lift up your voice, to come when He bids you to come? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We should never be satisfied to sit down. We should never be satisfied to sit still and do nothing. Because if the Lord opened your eyes today and He gave you a voice, even if He didn't give you a voice, if I was mute and couldn't speak a word, If your heart's still beating, but you open your eyes in the morning, you can still lift your eyes. You can still raise your voice. You can still point people toward Jesus. That's the point of Him giving you that day anyway. Any day you don't do that is a wasted day. If it be thou bidst me come unto thee. What else was the Lord going to say? I never read in the Bible where he said, don't come. I never read in the Bible where he said, you can't go. I never read in the Bible where he said, this race or that race or this belief or that denomination, they can't go. He said the one thing he always said, come. Come on, Peter, come on. And he's calling your name, ain't he? That heart's about to beat out of you. He's calling your name. He wants you to come to Him too. He wants you to, to stop what you're doing for this to be. He wants you to listen. He wants you to lift your eyes. He wants you to call on His name. He wants to save your soul from hell if you lift your eyes and look to Him. And so Peter did the one thing. The Bible do not say this, but John may have been sitting beside Peter or Andrew or Bartholomew. And they probably told Peter, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Just, Just sit right still. You know it's safe here. You may think you're safe sitting right where you're at you're on your way to hell. You better make a move. Because tomorrow could be too late. If it be thou bids me, has he bids you? Is he knocking? Is he saying, I want to save you? Oh! If you hear his voice today, heart it! Not your heart! So Peter did the one thing, The water must have been pretty deep. I can imagine that was a pretty big ship. Water over his head. Waves violently crashing against the ship. Rain falling, wind blowing in the midst of a storm and you're gonna step outside the safety of the ship? What's wrong with you, Peter? Are you crazy? I'm here to tell you something today. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. I mean, it's if without faith. It is impossible to please God. For we first must believe that He is. And He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So if it takes stepping out, if it takes getting out of your seat, if it takes one step to get to Him, one step will He'll help you to make the next one and the next one till you can make it. I'm here to tell you, have a little faith. You can make it to Him if you trust Him. If you make the journey, you'll reap the reward. Lord, I'm here to tell you today Jesus wants to save. He stepped out. And he got farther than a step or two, Marvin. I don't believe that he was holding on to the boat. I believe he stepped out far enough for he could have went completely under. And you know what, he was all right as long as he lifted his eyes toward Jesus. As long as he looked toward Jesus, but you know what he began to notice? The waves. When the waves are over your head they're under his feet. Sometimes we go through things and we don't know how it's going to come out, but we know we've got Jesus. We know. He said he'd never leave us. He'd never forsake us. Peter began to notice the waves. No doubt they were way up high. Have you ever seen those big waves when a storm rolls in? They're huge. Ten, twelve feet. Some of them bigger than that taller than I am. I don't know what kind of swimmer Peter was. If I'd have been at his shoes, I'd have been hurting because I'm not a good swimmer at all. Later, probably distracted me too. But he began to look at the waves. When you look at the storm, you take your eyes off the master. When you look at the storm, you take your eyes off the peace speaker. When you look at the storm, you're looking at the destruction that it could cause and not the mercy that's standing right in front of you. I'm here to tell you today, keep your eyes lifted toward Jesus because He's the one that can cause the storms in your life. He looked at the waves and He began to sink. Now, let's give Peter some credit. At least he realized the state he was in, do you? Do you realize that you're just one step, one heartbeat away from hell? You're that close. He began to sink. Have you done what I've done before? Tomorrow, I'll do this and that and the other. I've already got that planned out. I know what I need to get this done, what I need to get that done. I'll tell you my tomorrow, Wendy knows. I had a crown fall off. I put in a call, she's gonna get me an appointment and have it put back on. That's my list, one of my things on my to-do list. But that day might not come for me. I might not get to see Dr. Kickflatter again, but if it don't, I won't need the crown anyway. Peter began to seek. Do you realize how far you've sunk down? Do you realize how close you are to hell? Do you realize that it's by the grace of God your heart beats one more time? It's by His mercy that your lungs fill with iron one more time. I would, if I were you, lift my eyes toward Jesus. He began to seek. Have you realized the state that you're in and beginning to seek, he cried, Lord, save me. John couldn't do him any good because John was still in the boat. Andrew couldn't reach him. His arms were not long enough. So he called on "Lord!" That could make the difference. He looked the one that could actually save. Have you, you may have tried looking to mom or dad. You may have tried looking to grandma or grandpa. You may have tried looking to your teacher. Have you tried Jesus? Because He never fails. Amen. Lord, save me. If you've not said the words... If you've not called from a broken heart, you're on your way to hell. You've got Sunday school teachers that show up every Sunday and tell you about Jesus. Donald's class was making a lamb today. I hope you know the real lamb. I hope you know the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. You've got Sunday school teachers that have tried to tell you all down through these ages about a man called Jesus. You've got preachers that were here long before I came that preached to you about Jesus and how you needed to be saved. Here we are, February the 14th, 2021. Lift up your eyes into the hills. Lift up your eyes for the fields are already white to harvest. The summer is in. Harvest is ended. The summer is passed, and still, we are not saved. I helped in a funeral Wednesday night. The lady, fifty-five. If I live to July, that'll be my age. Fifty-five used to sound old, and it don't sound that old to me anymore. Well, preacher, I'm 10. I'm 8. I'm 16. I'm 25. And you're not promised 26. If Jesus is knocking, you better answer. You better look up. You better stop. Take inventory of your soul. Where are you going? When this life is over, Peter cried, Lord, save me, and I like the next part. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand, and Peter found himself in the boat safe with Jesus. I was wandering adrift in the sea, I was in a sea of darkness and sin and he wrenched his hand down for me and set my feet inside the ship. The ark, I'm telling you, I'm on a journey. I'm going to heaven when this life is over, and there's nobody. I'd rather be going on that journey with more than the Lord Jesus Christ and the folks of Dutch Bonds Baptist Church. immediately he stretched forth his hand and saved Peter he will not turn you away he will not reject you right here is Jera she knelt right here and when she called out and wanted salvation more than anything Jesus reached down. I love Jairus she's special in my eyes but you are too and you're special in God's eyes he said He's sent to die for you he's reaching out to you this morning are you going to turn him away are you going to look up and realize where you're at and where you need to be are you going to realize that hell is real and you've never made an effort you've never called on the Lord you've never trusted in him how about today today is the day of salvation you can be saved today if you call on him or well, let me put it this way you can lift up your eyes you can look to Jesus right now or you can lift them up in hell for an eternity. The rich man hurtled over every opportunity Jesus gave him, and he's there in hell lifting up his eyes. Here's an opportunity Jesus has given you. Are you going to step over it? Are you going to dismiss it? Are you going to turn it away, and then find yourself like the rich man? He's been looking up. This scripture was written over 2,000 years ago. And that man is still standing there waiting for some mercy. He's still standing there waiting for some grace. He's still standing there looking for that drop of living water to cool his tongue. He's still being tormented. His smoke is still ascended up. He's in a place he would give anything to get out of. And he can't. this and I've told you this part before we were in revival at Randall Mountain Terry Green and another good preacher friend David Rutherford was helping us in revival and I had noticed my middle son Christian they'd get up to lead singing of course they'd petted Like we do our kids around here. They petted him. Song leader get up to lead singing. Well, here he'd go with his book. And he'd stand right beside the song leader. And he tried that. Every little thing he could do, he'd try. But he was missing something. He was looking. He was searching, but he hadn't lifted his eyes to the right place yet. In the middle of that revival, on a Wednesday night, after service, we were headed home. In downtown Newport, he said, Daddy, I want to be saved. Of course, I wanted the church to see it. I said, Son, can you wait until tomorrow night? He said, No, I can't. So we pulled over in the parking lot where the men, across the street from the men's den. He got down in the floorboard of a Ford Windstar van, and my knees got on the pavement. We prayed, and he got saved right there. But I've got another son, one that's two years younger. He saw what happened, he saw the smile on his brother's face. He saw the difference and the change, and it wasn't long after that, he began to ask questions about being saved too, and just a few months down the road, he nailed a little church in Deandre, did Jesus save his soul too? I'm here to tell you today, somebody is looking toward you. And if you'll make your move, if you'll lift your eyes toward heaven, it's great that we get to go to heaven. And it's even better when we get to take somebody with us. Where are you looking? Are you looking to your job? Are you looking to your little home? Are you looking to school? Where are you looking? I'd lift my eyes toward Jesus. Friend, he's still in the saving business. Just a couple of Sundays ago, he saved an 18 year old boy down at Brown's Chapel. Last Sunday, he saved a girl that was 18 or 19 year old over at Bar Creek. I sure would love for the report to go out that he saved somebody at Dutch Bottoms, wouldn't you? All right. Friend, nothing else matters whether you're going to heaven or hell. Nothing else matters. You may think you've got this, that, the other to do. You may never get to those things. But you will go to heaven or hell. You will. You don't have to believe it because I preached it to you. As a matter of fact, I'd rather you take your Bible and find what I preached to you and believe it because it's in there. Rather than because I said it. Hell is real. If I had a lighter or a candle i will lit that thing up. You wouldn't die or put your finger in that fine, would you? But you're hurdling a breakneck speed toward heaven. I don't. Me and Tammy talks, and I guess it's just the way of the world today, funeral expenses is so much. A lot of people are opting to being cremated, and she says she doesn't want that. I don't want to burn either. And unless I die and she has me cremated, I'm not going to burn. Cremation will burn this old body up. But an eternity in hell of burning is far worse than that. You don't want to go there. If you hear his voice.